Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here today with Vicki and Kim, and we're going to talk about stuff. That's All right. right. <laughs> we're good at talking about stuff. Stuff that stuff. hopefully is practical right where you are now, because if you're listening to this, you're probably homeschooling high school. And the stuff that we like to talk about is homeschool high school stuff. <laughs> this is overwhelmingly deep. This is, I, I'm having a deep morning, you know, oh, yeah. just feeling, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So what stuff are we talking about today? Stuff. We brainstormed so many topics that I can't remember which one we picked <laughs> we to go first. Well, you know, we were having conversations with people on how to choose the right curriculum. And oh my goodness, what do I do when I chose the wrong thing? Like I am six weeks in and I hate this curriculum. So oh, what been do do? there, done that. Mm-hmm. But, oh. I remember one year in particular, it was it was a language arts thing. And I mean, it wasn't it wasn't even a full six weeks in and I was just looking at it and I had spent some money on it and I was sick. Like, like, I can't, I can't do this. Aside from the fact that my kids don't like it. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Why did I think yeah. this was going to be a good fit? And that does matter. Sometimes the kids are okay with it and mom hates it. And sometimes mom's okay with it and the kids hate it. And if everybody hates it, that's a big red flag, right? Yeah. So, okay, we say all the time here that there's not Not one one right right way. So um, we're even going to come at this topic that way. Yeah. Let's do it. it's definite that there's not one right piece of curriculum. Mm -hmm. But there's not one right way to deal with the situation when you realize you've got definitely the wrong curriculum. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's lovely. It's kind of a, a first world problem. Oh, seriously. When I was a young homeschooler back when they were still dinosaurs, <laughs> we would have to kind of convince Abeka to sell us stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, will they really sell us things? And then Bob Jones, and they were the only ones we could yeah. get curriculum from. There was mm-hmm. no homeschool curriculum yep. then. Mm-hmm. And now we've got access to those publishers and all of the independent publishers and even secular big textbook companies have you know our marketing schoolers yeah Mm -hmm. and so there's just enough of us to um they want to market to us they figured out we're we're worth marketing to that's right so options are options are great yes But especially depending on your personality, options can be really overwhelming. Why are you looking at me? (laughs) Now, now, I'm staring off into space. I'm not looking at Kim. You were trying not to look at me, and I could feel your eyes anyway. I saw the nonverbals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It can can be really too much. It can be. It can be very overwhelming. I know Kim likes to get the perfect curriculum for her kids. I do. I do. And I, I sometimes the... The options and the perfectionism together, if you're one of those people, you're one of us people, <laughs> it, it can be brutal. And then as soon as you start kind of seeing that it's not working, then you're like, you're going off in a million directions and starting to say, well, what else can we do? What can we do instead? And or do you have to push through because you spent money on it? Yeah. Right. And or actually, can you tweak it? Can I change what I already have? Somehow, can I make it be something different than what it seems to be? And Yeah. yeah. And it's even mm-hmm. more options than what you started with when you were just... Shopping for curriculum. We, we mm-hmm. should do like a decision-making tree. Oh, you know, yes. make a yeah. graphic on that. And I can take it home and use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. it's hard because so much is at stake. And, you know, we, we have the, um, the abstract lofty ideals of what's at stake, which is our children's futures, you know? <laughs> and everything because writes on that curriculum. Absolutely. Yeah. All of our child's future happiness and success in life most definitely depends on which grammar we choose for ninth grade. Absolutely. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the primary indicator for success as a human being and eternal value in God's sight is which piece of... <laughs> And we know better, right? We're laughing, but oh, it feels huge. Yeah. It really can. And then At the times. financial is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we've committed homeschool dollars to something, not every company has a no questions asked money back guarantee, which True. by the way, Seven Sisters Homeschool.com has. And it's mm-hmm. because we've been there. We're moms. moms. Mm-hmm. And if you have bought something from Seven Sisters and you try it for a week or 10 weeks mm-hmm. and you say, this is just so not what I need it to be for my homeschool, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. You send us an email and we say, we don't want you to waste your homeschool dollars. And we think it's great curriculum. It is great curriculum yeah. that may not fit your family. Yeah. Right. And that's okay. Because there's not one, one right way. Right. Yeah. And there's not one right piece of curriculum for every mm-hmm. family, right? Okay. So let, let's start with the realization moment. Um, what if mom does like the curriculum and kid just doesn't like it and mom is trying to discern, is this a problem with the curriculum or a problem with kid's attitude? Ooh. Um, Have we ever run into that? Oh, never. Not in my house. No. <laughs> our children never had attitude about any no. of their schoolwork. Neither did their moms. <laughs> no. No one at Vicky's house ever misplaced their math book on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> I've lost my math book. I don't know where it is. I just can't find it. How unfortunate. <laughs> Like those lessons will never have to be done. <laughs> yeah. So that starting point yeah. is what's actually going on here. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's graciously and prayerfully you ask the question, like, is my child, my teenager at a character development phase and they need to learn the self-discipline of pushing through on things they don't want to do? Because mm. one thing all of us human beings have to learn is we can do things we don't want to do. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, like, Mm -hmm. uh, as a counselor, I spend many sessions working with high schoolers and from all different kinds of educational settings on, no, really, it is possible to do things you don't want to do. (laughs) And so sometimes it is a, you know, a character development thing. It doesn't mean your kid has bad character. It just means they haven't ever truly hit that yet that they have Mm -hmm. to decide that they're they're going to override they're not what to and push Mm -hmm. through and that's a good neural development character development thing Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just such a bad fit curriulum Mm -hmm. it just like different learning Learning style style, and i I know you know they're going to go to college or be in trade training and they're going to have to take what comes at their way Mm -hmm. but do they have to do that on everything in high school? Mm-hmm. And I like that you just mentioned the word everything. Yeah. So if this is the only place where they're really being challenged right now, maybe that's a good choice to say, okay, you know what? We're going to push through on this. And if we feel like enough learning is going to happen, like to cover the, the bases, and, and we can just say, all right, this is going to be hard. But if at the same time our student is struggling in three other areas, right? maybe that's when it's a time to go, mm, maybe we should back off on this and either try this next semester or tweak it or mm-hmm. I'm getting ahead of myself maybe because I'm talking about other ways that we can handle this. <laughs> <Yeah>. but... <laughs> 
Kim is exploring Segway. multiple options. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Kim is our multiple option. She's the best person in the world to brainstorm with. If you ever want to brainstorm something, contact Kim at yes. sevensistershomeschool.com because she has incredible brainstorming gifts. There because just when you think that you've gotten way out of the box... She takes you someplace that you never even <laughs> considered yet. And you go, wow, mind blown. It's fabulous. So someday when we do a retreat, we'll have Kim just do a brainstorming. Yes. So let's do sit and brainstorm. There you go. Yeah. Stream together. Yes, yeah. and. Yes, and. <laughs> yeah, like Kim, how many geometry curricula did y'all use one year? Seven. One? Seven. What a wow. great number. Yeah. <laughs> We did not plan it that way, however. That's right. I like something that you said, Kim. You said if it's hard and you determine that there's not as much learning taking place because Mm. it's too hard. And that, I think, is a great um, way to help you decide what's going on. If it's hard and yet you realize your kid is learning a lot and and learning fairly quickly, Mm -hmm. um, then maybe they're actually developing a new learning skill you know Mm -hmm. maybe it's important for that reason too Mm -hmm. if they are learning but the goal absolutely in every subject that we've picked for any given year is that our kid would learn something about that subject and so if if the curriculum's getting in the way of the learning you're just silly to to just beat your head against that wall yeah Mm -hmm. so if you have an average high school student who's career bound they don't need to do honors level work in math or science or or just our, our struggling readers and writers, then why beat your head against the wall doing the high powered academics and get them into something that challenges a little mm-hmm. but doesn't wipe them out. Because the goal is as well as all the academic things, think about what what's happening with your child's self image too Mm -hmm. and if it's a challenge that's helping them learn to overcome then they're going to come out with a higher self-image and a stronger Mm -hmm. self-image but if it is really kind of beating them down you don't want it to not only have the academic downside but but the personal downside as well right but like what, what you said sabrina some curriculum may be so it may be good curriculum but so intense mm-hmm. I'm saying that the the learning is way above what a teen can take in mm-hmm. and so that that means that's a good time to tweak yeah, so yeah reminds me of an academic article I was reading the other day on methylfolate in the serotonin production process in the brain I was reading about that too no I wasn't I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> I sit around I and read practicing that. saying that so sounds I, so I, impressive I know in the ser- wow, wow. It, because it's important to have enough methylfolate in one's diet or you can't make enough serotonin I'm sorry wow. where does one find where's, methylfolate yeah, where's methylfolate Diet. Eggs and leafy green vegetables. Oh. All right, now I'm giving you all the words in a five-page, like abstract of this article that I was reading wow. in 30 seconds or less. Wow. Yeah, I didn't understand any of the other words in the article. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there was lots of other rich learning that that oh. could have happened, but it was beyond my capabilities. And I, so I can understand a, a young person sitting down with a very mm. complex text. And if they only understand five words like I did in that mm. article, they, they will take those five words away. Yeah. But yep. that's about all they can yep. do with that. Yeah. Yep. So Okay, so let's talk about tweaking first. Before you just, um, Vicki wrote this great post of 
sometime back on sevensistershomeschool.com on the blog and you can go look for it go search for it 50 ways to scrap your school book uh-huh. <laughs> and it was you know based on the on the old the old song 50 ways to leave your lover and it's it just it's a wonderful post but it, it's talking about there's lots of different ways to get rid of something that's not working uh-huh. but before you decide to scrap your school book um you can often tweak something now mm. Adaptability is a really big deal to us. We are, the, we are the queens of tweaking, yes. Yeah. Yes, and we have tried to make the curriculum that we sell at Seven Sisters easily adaptable. Indeed. We've tried to give you ideas for if you've got this, which a lot of people do, try this. Mm-hmm. It might fit well. And if you've got this, which a lot of other people do, you might want to try this. So we're, we're trying to make it easily adaptable, but within those general parameters, there are so many minor tweaks that you can make based on who you are and who uh-huh. your kids are and what your homeschool environment and style are and your schedule. Um, for example, years ago, I had a kid who was going to do a year of earth science. And I ordered just from a um, like a book resell kind of thing. Mm-hmm. On, so not from a publisher. So there was not a detailed product description. Mm-hmm. But I thought I understood what I was getting. And it turned out to be a very rigorous college textbook. Whoa. <laughs> Which is kind of a lot of earth science for a kid who most definitely was not going into geology or yeah. anything after high school. And um, I had spent a fair amount of money on it, and the pictures in the text were amazing. Like, just, I wanted to blow them up and frame them and put them on my wall. Amazing. Wow. They were so, so it was cool. worth the money so there for was the pictures. Right. There was something yeah. wonderful there picture-wise. But we worked through the first chapter, and my son was like, um, mom. <laughs> I said, yeah, I didn't understand most of it either. Um, and I was really agonizing over, I don't want to just get rid of this. I also don't have enough knowledge or interest in earth science myself to just create something from the mm-hmm. pictures in the book, you know? Mm-hmm. But this book came with a supplemental DVD. Mm. And I started watching some of the stuff on the DVD. And what they were considering to be cool, fun, supplemental things... Actually, the way they were created, it was a great like survey course oh. all by itself. Uh-huh. So we went with the DVD, uh-huh. mm. and then I had him do a series of papers and projects over the course of the year, and he got to use lots of the pictures from the textbook oh, in his papers awesome. and projects uh-huh. as part of what. Um, we just used a piece of the mm. curriculum and mm-hmm. said, this is enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can use a book and basically just use the intro to each chapter and then the chapter test and look for, go backwards from the test mm-hmm. to yep. find the information yep. and create essentially a survey version of the right. in-depth text. So yeah. there, there are ways you can tweak. Sure. Yeah. Um, and gosh, with the internet, you could take the cool pictures from that book and the basic outline, the scope and sequence of the book. And you could go and pull stuff up on the internet. Yeah. And that's a lot of work. But if you've got a kid who's very internet oriented. Mm -hmm. Right. So you turn it in, in fact, into a like a problem based learning thing. So here's the topic. Go explore that on the internet. Come back and give me a digest of what you learned. Yeah. Yeah. Or propose a, a question, you know, like, what do you think about yada yada? Or what does this mean? And have them go explore. And then they can easily log hours. So you're not losing your curriculum. Mm-hmm. You're just turning it into something else, which is very creative. 
and saves you money. And, so you and for some kids, it. that's right up their alley. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this kid happened to be one of those mm-hmm. definitely liked abstract thinking about things, you mm-hmm. know. And if you have a kid who is very concrete and very literal, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work at all. all. <laughs> and if you got a mom who just needs yeah, to, who, to right. follow the, the syllabus and just get through the textbook, yep. that would not work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay, so um, you've considered tweaking. You can't really find ways to tweak it. Another option is to find somebody else to teach it to your kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes someone else can take a higher level or a more mm. rigorous or complex thing and can very easily translate it into something that's a really good fit Yeah, mm-hmm. for your kid. So maybe put them in a co-op class. Maybe swap with a mom who doesn't want to grade her kid's Papers right. doesn't want to yeah doesn't yeah. want to grade their writing and so you can do that and your kid can do that subject with with her family but they're they're wonderful ways to network in community mm-hmm. yeah and that's uh, we should do a whole podcast on how to find community we mm. probably have yes. done an episode on that somewhere but I don't remember but if we don't remember maybe you've never heard it yeah <laughs> so we will try that yeah. yeah here's a really crazy idea just find somebody else whose curriculum for that subject isn't working either. And see and if y'all switch. can swap. <laughs> hey. Kim, who can brainstorm. There you go. Yes. Yes. There you That's go. a great idea. Yeah. Or put the two curricula together and work and together see. as a team. You know. Now, and there's some places where you can actually try out another mm. thing. Like in our homeschool umbrella school, when people finish a textbook, so it has to be hard copy textbook, they very often will donate it to the school library. And then people can check that out for the year or take it home and try it for a couple of weeks and bring it back if they don't like it so if you have access to something like that that's one of the another nice thing about community is having those resources absolutely all right so we're going to get to the big hard ugly that moment where you say yeah there's no tweaking there's no bartering there's a there's no adapting swapping i spent this money i can't get it refunded and this just doesn't work for us so first of all take a deep breath because it's okay. It's okay. Really. It happens. 50 All years from now, you won't remember. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. Can, and I, can I throw out an analogy here? Please do. It's like when you make some food and you try a new recipe and you thought it was going to be amazing. And <laughs> you start eating it and you realize it's just really yucky. <laughs> you could eat it. And you could make your family eat it, and it would check the box in that you would have then fed them dinner. And if there were eggs as a part of it, they would have methyl folate to help their serotonin production. (laughs) See, I learned something from Vicky's five words. I'm so proud. (laughs) But perhaps everyone would be sick, or perhaps everyone might look at you and say, Mom, please don't ever cook again or whatever. It might have yeah, negative okay with me, consequences. Yeah. So kind of think if you need to, if you're more abstract thinker, think about it that way. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Good. So um, if you have to scrap your school book, you have to scrap your school book. Scrap it uh, with um, a, a mind for, you know, maybe there's somebody else who could be blessed by it. Yep. Mm-hmm. See if you can pass it along to someone. Yep. I mean, don't just, if, if you need to burn it, I guess you could have a bonfire <laughs> in the backyard. If there would be something emotionally healthy therapeutic. about that. Um, but yeah, if you have to just get something else, then coming into it this time and making that choice, you know a lot more. 
mm-hmm. than you did the first time you made it because you mm-hmm. know something that didn't work. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's empowering. So yeah, this was time. not a lost cause. Mm-mm. And it's not lost time. Mm-mm. No. That really is, if you think about it, wise, your, your team did not, the world is not coming to an end. Mm. There may be, when you get a new textbook, chapters they don't have to repeat. Mm-hmm. Or even if they have to start over, they know it better right. by having to repeat some. Mm-hmm. This is not a like it's, this is not a disaster. There's no catastrophe mm-hmm. when you have to just say, nope, I'm starting over from scratch. And think yeah. about what a great life lesson you can use this for with your, with your team. You can be talking together all along about what's working, what's not working, how is it working, how could we... You know, depending on where your teen is and what kind mm-hmm. of a thinker they are, they can be very much a part of this process mm-hmm. of the decision making. Yes. Can we tweak this? Mm-hmm. Can we swap it? Can we can we save it somehow? Or do we just need to let it go? And then how you handle it and how you manage yourself, you're really mm. teaching them a lot. So if you are beating yourself up for making mm. what you are deciding is a bad decision, but based on the information that you had when you made that choice... It was the best, the best decision, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what what message are you sending? So, use it that way too. It's mm-hmm. that's not going to fit into your log sheet, maybe, or not fit in the box for that curriculum. But that's a really important thing and a way that you can use that for something really positive. So you're modeling flexibility mm-hmm. and the willingness to change mm-hmm. for and humility. Your kids. Oh, that, wow. oh yeah. you didn't know everything and that that's okay because yeah. none of us knows everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we keep trying. So you go into finding a new piece of curriculum with a lot of information about what will work based on what you know did not work. Mm-hmm. And that makes that choice easier. You also often know other people who are studying the same thing that Mm -hmm. year ask them uh, see if you can borrow a piece of their curriculum and take a good look at it or Mm. or come and hang out at their house one day and and while their kid is working on a lesson you know peer over their shoulder and get a feel Mm -hmm. for try on another piece of curriculum if you can before you commit to it or throw the idea out on one of the homeschool high school facebook groups Mm -hmm. yes there's some really good discussion groups out there like what do you think about this one and how did it work for your kids yep enlist your teen to talk to their friends oh yeah what Mm -hmm. because if they're invested in the next one you know then you've got a better buy-in maybe than you had the first time or just a a good teamwork approach yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and as we wind this down, I'm just going to toss this out there, too. If, if you're listening to this podcast and you're four or five months into the school year and you've been wrestling and wrestling and wrestling with a piece of curriculum that is a bad fit and you feel like we're too far into it to abandon it, but I really think we should have. Mm. There's also um, no rule that says that you can't earn half of the credit with one text and switch to a different curriculum Mm -hmm. and earn the other half of the credit with another text. Wow, you've been hanging around with me for a while, haven't you? You haven't (laughs) just lost that learning, even if it came with blood, sweat, and tears, and you found something that is is better later. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, Yeah, the learning is what you're capturing on the transcript. Mm -hmm. And the exact format in which that learning took place is not inflexible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You're yeah. the educator. You yeah. really are, Mama. You got this. You know your kids. You know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can do it. Mm-hmm. You can You do can it. do it. Absolutely. Even if you decide to scrap your school book. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Check out that post. <laughs> That's a good one. 
All right. So thank you for being here. And we look forward to further episodes with our seventh sisters. If you have not signed up to receive our email newsletter, you'll want to do that. Mm-hmm. Go to sevensistershomeschool.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the landing page and give us your email address because what you will get is never ever spammy. It will only be practical, concrete, valuable content that's going to help you feel confident and excited and um, ready to do this whole homeschool high school adventure. And you're also going to get money-saving coupons from time to time. And sometimes they're really good ones because we're homeschool moms and we know what it costs in so many different ways to decide Mm -hmm. to homeschool through high school. So sign up if you haven't yet. And if you like the podcast and you could uh, pop over on iTunes to leave us a review and some stars maybe, that will help other families who are homeschooling high school to find us as well and to be encouraged. So um, we hope we're an encouragement to you and it would encourage us if we saw stars on iTunes. (laughs) So yes, please, thank you. And join us next time. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast from 7SistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. 